Welcome to Homemaker Chic, where we're rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind with red lips, no denim jumpers allowed, ladies and gentlemen. I'm none. Your, none allowed. <laughs> I am your host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, joined by the beautiful Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. Hi. Hey, girl. And Homemaker <laughs> Chic is where you can mow your leg hair each spring and you'll get no judgment from us. Okay. <laughs> Like with a with a weed whacker? Yeah, you know what? Or with you a- do what you got to do, okay? <laughs> okay? It's like shears, clipping shears. Yes. What are we doing? Yes, exactly. Okay. Angela, what are you what are you sipping today, my friend? Uh, I am <laughs> sipping the same thing as last time because I told you I bought all of it. And so it's not yeah. very exciting. It's the Bordeaux Okay. And I still don't remember the chateau. I'll put it in the what? show notes. Honestly, I got it at Costco. It was friends. It was seven dollars and fifty nine cents for a two thousand fifteen Bordeaux. That's pretty good. It's lovely. Yeah. Well, I am I'll drinking put, something we'll far in. more exciting. I'm sure you are. It's called a tempranillo, and. Oh, yes. Last time I butchered my Austrian accent, that is my Spanish accent. So you're welcome. It's a Spanish wine, super spicy, super meaty, really savory, which is my kind of wine. That whole like fig dried fruit thing, not my jam. But you give me that like leather, oak, spice. I'm all up in it. So I learned that Tempranillo means early this is one of the earliest varieties that comes to fruition as it were. And it's also the number one grape produced in Spain. So there you go. Now you can be more chic ladies when somebody offers that. you that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you'll see it, you know, when you're shopping, if you're new to wine, you'll see it right next to the Malbecs. And I do love it. Good mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. It is. It is delicious. And it's another beautiful day here in central Washington. It is 50 and sunny. I have been out in the garden shoveling pea gravel all day. So that is the homemaker part of the podcast. The chic part of the podcast comes in because today we're talking about winter fashion. And I know it's, you know, the early stages of spring. So this is the perfect time for us to address the leg hair issue the wardrobe issue, the jeans that I've been wearing since November issue. I know you have something to say about that. Um, Well, we need to talk about my jacket. They can't see it, but I know you can. (laughs) It's fabulous. I, I, friends, I need to describe this jacket. First of all, we have this little store. I live on an Island in the middle of the great lakes Literally, like we can raise the bridge and you can't get to us anymore. Um, But so there's it's sort of a a shopping desert, if you will, till about as far south as Madison. Um, But we do have this little store in town that's like a tiny, 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 tiny miniature version of Nordstrom. And sometimes their clothes are a little old lady. I love old lady clothes. No, no. Like a little Chico's. Okay. 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 No offense to all the Chico's wearers. I just lost half the audience. Yep. Uh, there we go again. We'll be isolated we down again. to one in no time. It's always <laughs> going to be my fault too. Well, you, you do raise <laughs> your own meat, but uh, they had this jet. I mean, this store is just on point. They have like Pendleton tennis shoes, like with Pendleton wool fold downs on the high tops. And it's just beautiful. Dooney and Burke purses. Beautiful, beautiful. But they had this blazer and I'm all about the blazer. I always have been. A couple weeks ago, it was not in my price point, which grieved me. And I was the kind of piece of clothing where you think about it as you're falling asleep. You think about it first thing in the morning. I'm being dramatic, but you know what I mean? Like it was haunting you're, me. Listen, and you're not dramatic. You're not a dramatic person. <laughs> me? No, not no. at all. I'm not prone to exaggeration. No. Not I, said the cat. Um, It has cargo jacket sleeves. It is a black blazer, two double vented. uh, I'm I'm confused. I'm looking at it and I'm confused. And it's like half sweatshirt, (laughs) half business blazer, half cargo jacket. So it's like 
business mama in the center, black, like stretch fabric blazer, cargo jean, cargo jacket sleeves. And then inside on the inset, like if you open the breast, it's like a gray sweatshirt dicky. It's like cousin Ugh. Eddie up in here. So you can like it's kind of stressing me out a little because I don't can unzip it and take it off. Yeah. She's showing me her sports I'm bra on the her inside my, my of her bra. jacket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I want to look all business, like if I want to wear like black leather pants or black jeans yes, or whatever, for all those then black I take, leather pants that you wear. Right. Mm-hmm. Me. That's all me. I'm mm-hmm. just saying I could take the sweatshirt part off. Yes. But if I want to be like all cash, but still like, hey, I'm a little bit more. Listen, it's kind of sounds to me like you're having a slight identity crisis. No, I see it. And I appreciate it for I appreciate it for what it is. I think you might need to decide on what it is you want to be because you'll notice. I know you guys can't see my outfit today. Angela, would you like to describe what I'm wearing? She's wearing a gray sweater. (laughs) It is a nice gray sweater. And it's also (laughs) Stuart's. So... Listen, when Sue and I first got married, first house, like a month in, he gets up from bed. He had slept in his underwear, gets up from bed, puts on jeans, kind of turns around to me to say something I'm like, man, those jeans look weird on him. Oh, no. They were mine. Oh, my Buttoned, gosh. signed, sealed, delivered, ready to march out the door in my jeans. And I said, honey, if you ever do that again, I'll kill you. I can't. Oh. I can't bear it. Um, so we wear the same size, not in pants anymore. Thank you very much. I think I was a little bit pregnant then, but we do wear the same sweater size. So comes in handy. I wear Aiden's sweaters, Mm. my 14 and a half year old son. So Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. My jacket is cool. Lest Shay dissuade you from how cool it is. It's cool. Not an identity crisis. I'm playing with it (laughs) because I love it. I just put it on for you. It's beautiful. It's, it's cool. a very okay. <laughs> Listen, if you need me to justify your purchase to Joel, just I'll text him. It was half off. Okay. It no. Listen. So that's the end of the story. Okay. I went yesterday, and the whole bloody store is okay. fifty to sixty percent off. So you can stock up on your chicos. Stop it. You hey, you never know what's going to come in. I've seen some of the things that are coming into fashion. It is not good for us ladies. Steer clear. Okay? Like what? Like I saw that Levi's just released something called a balloon jean. If you can imagine, that's kind of what it looks like. Google it. Can I pull it up I on Google your phone while we talk? See me reaching Now for my listen, phone. if you're 6 feet and 85 pounds and wearing stilettos, then maybe are they like hammer pants? Basically, kind of like ha- <sighs> denim hammer pants. Too legit to quit. The first picture I saw of them, I thought, mm, "Wow, okay, we're pushing it here." And then the subsequent ones oh, I no. saw, I thought, "Those are terrible." <laughs> oh, oh, those are. There's a line. I know. That's the line. I know. Listen, those are like. Z Cavaricis or something horrible okay. from the. What? <gasps> I know those are really bad. I told you, steer clear. Doing it. Steer clear. Here, here's the thing. Okay, we put a lot of thought into coming up with the name of this podcast. Believe it or not, and we really tried to hit the nail on the head with the chic element of what we're talking about here because balloon pants are not chic. Why? Because in eight months, people will be looking back and saying, what the heck were we wearing? Okay, wait. Like you said, if you're like 110 and 5'8", and you want to wear like silk balloon pants. And you live in New York and you don't have any children and you work for a magazine. Okay. Exactly. Yes. Rock it. Right? Like we we agree there. But balloon denim? I thought the whole purpose of denim was to make your butt look better. <laughs> no, I, I love denim. I mean, I, I love jeans. Ain't no shame in it. No, but there bad. is a chic. I see one with a chain hanging from oh, it. Oh, sexy. Great. That takes me back to the 90s. Yes, please. Um, 
There is a classic and chic element that never goes out of style. If Audrey Hepburn was here right, right now, everyone will be looking at her and say, dang, girl's got it going on. Yeah. It's timeless. Okay. And that is what we are, tr- we are trying to envelop in this chic part of this podcast. So that in 20 years, you don't look back and think I'm the person in the 90s who had the mullet. Right. You know what I mean? So where do you think that fine line is? I mean, how do you handle trends and updating your wardrobe? Because as you love to point out to everyone, I am older than you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so okay. and I have a very classic personality, fashion personality with a flair yes. for the dramatic. So I'm always like trying to not like not fall into the frumpy rut and we can flesh that out in a few. But like how if if you really just box yourself into that classic. Yeah. Like how do you then handle the trends? Are you influenced by them? Do you enjoy any of them? What are your thoughts? Um, Yes, I do. I was really happy when the high waisted jean came back and Mm -hmm. you know, I am young. I'm only in my early thirties. So I haven't had that much time as a woman to really think about these things. Cause when I was wearing jeans in college, for example, I was wearing like hip, like low rise jeans because that's what people wore back then. And before that it was like big flare legs, really Mm -hmm. low rise. So when what we call now the mom jean, although I think there's You know, there's a high waisted tailored jean and then there's a mom jean. I think we're talking about two different things there. But when that came back in, I was really happy to see it. I think it's a timeless cut. I think here's the thing. Accentuating a woman's butt, accentuating a woman's waist and accentuating her bust are very classic things. Those don't ever go out of style. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. You picking up what I'm putting down here. Now, when you venture into the area of something like balloon jeans, or I don't know if you remember this trend, gosh, it was probably like maybe 15 years ago where it was like these tanks, these lacy tanks that like went, they hit almost below your butt. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, is that like the whole, what's the closet? Isn't there like a a brand of clothing with the, is that like right up there with the leggings where they'd wear, you wear the leggings and then you wear like the long, this was actually before leggings. Women would okay, wear never. these just with their jeans. You know, it doesn't okay. accentuate the hips. It doesn't accentuate the butt and it doesn't really do anything for the bust. So oh, I gotcha. So yeah, no, I remember like you'd try them on and you're like, Hey, guess what? I've been pregnant. <laughs> I don't want to look pregnant. Also, apparently my torso is 12 feet long. And my legs are two and a half feet high. Like, it's just not flattering. I'm like the opposite. I'm so short-waisted. I think proportionally, like I've done some fashion measurements, even though I'm short, 5'4", like my legs, Mm -hmm. I think, are proportionally long. Yeah. But I'm really short-waisted. I mean, long legs, that's a a classic good thing to accentuate. I I mean, they're short, but I think you can can make them look longer. Do you know what I'm saying? I have to tell you. I did get the mom jeans. I did it. Yeah. So I, in like what I was saying with like kind of being more classic and always being concerned about being stuck in a rut, I've always worn, uh, for the like first part of jean history, I wore the boot cut jean. Just. Yeah. That that was my jam. I couldn't. That was my jam. I couldn't fathom. Yeah. Wearing anything but a boot cut jean. And I would buy the short version for flats and I would buy the tall version for heels. Mm -hmm. So that the right the hem would fall right where it needed to. And then the skinny jean, the cigarette pant right. came out and I'm thinking, I can't do that. Like, I'm too curvy. I'm going to look like the penguin from Batman <laughs> if I put those jeans on. Like, I just couldn't, I couldn't yeah. fathom wearing anything like that. And then at one point I put some on and I thought, oh, these aren't so bad. Right. I better do this or else I'm going to look like outdated. And so I've been wearing the skinny jean for a few years. And then I started seeing the mom jean. And I'm like, oh, heck no, that is yeah. not happening. And then I sort of caught wind of this Levi's wedgie jean mm-hmm. that I, I guess is very popular right now. And I got some and Ooh. I love that. Okay. I'm going to Google this now. 
Levi yeah, Wedgie. Yeah, Levi's Wedgie. Okay. It's a terrible name for a gene. Terrible. I mean, that's horrible. Uh, I love them. Okay. My daughter hates them and she has no qualms about telling me how much <laughs> like she when hates you them. wear them. Oh yeah. Oh. I hate those jeans, mom. Mom, I hate those jeans. They're awful. No, like, I'm looking at them. On and on. Mom, Ailey, I disagree. I think these are, these could be flattering on the right body. Do I don't you have know the that right my body? <laughs> I don't think so, okay. but I'm doing it anyways. Like, okay. Well, here's the thing. There is a discretion element to denim. Sure. Where, for example, skinny jeans, I love. I love the cigarette jean. I love wearing mm-hmm. them with heels. Mm-hmm. I think they're really flattering for a lot of body types. People that have a just bigger, thicker torso, it can tend to make them look a little roly-poly just because there's so much weight up top and so little balance on the bottom. Do you know what, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think part of that is just looking at your body, regardless of what's trending right. and just saying, look at my, like, just look at my body. What do we got going on here? What are the length of my legs? Do I have a waist that I want to show off? You know, and just sort of taking a step back to say what actually looks good. Right. What's going to play to my strengths? And I don't think. Can we talk about pocket placement? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes. Muy <Please>. importante. <laughs> Muy importante. Because like my tush is not petite. Okay. And so if I put two little microscopic pockets yeah. on the back it of my It looks like jeans, you have extra junk in the trunk. It looks ginormous. <laughs> And that was that was really the the um, you know the wedgie and like the newer mom jean is not doing this to women. But a few years ago, yeah. when people started wearing the mom jean, I'm like, no, no, I don't care how hot your bod is. That is not doing you any favors. That is not a good look. What kills just, me about the mom jean, though, besides the pocket placement, because mm-hmm. I totally agree with you on that front, is this weird pooch in the front. Why does it do that? The same thing. I have a nice pencil skirt. I love it. Mm -hmm. But I have to stand so stick straight because any sort of movement from your body creates this just wrinkly fabric, even if it's just air in there, you know, even if it's not actually Mm -hmm. girth, it just creates this weird pocket. And mom jeans do the same thing. It's like I've been pregnant and that's where you gain weight. And I don't want it to look like I got an extra five pounds. Tucked into my belly pooch. Right. I think that's where tailoring, you know, I'm big on tailoring. You think I mean, that would help? I think I do. Mm. I think it helps with anything, any, anything that you try on and you're like, well, I love 90% of this, 80% of this. Yeah. But it's too big here or it's too gapy here. Mm-hmm. I try on a lot of stuff. Like uh, I bought this just a basic like cotton, you know, basically a long t-shirt. Calvin Klein, just black, stretch jersey, whatever. I don't know. Um, but I can just take the tummy area and pull it out so far. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I could I could have worn it till I was six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just so important to, it makes your clothes look so much more expensive. You're so much happier with them. If you will just find a seamstress or a tailor yes. in your neighborhood, whether it's at the dry cleaner or somebody who alters wedding gowns, have a consultation with them, see if they speak your language, see what their fashion influences are and, and find somebody that you know that you can take a garment to and they can just like put some darts in it. Yeah. Make it look you like know, it was made make it for look you. Like it was made for you. It's they, those pieces will be your favorite pieces in your closet. Yeah. And when you have yeah. a piece like that, that makes you feel good when you wear it, you wear it and it doesn't wear you. And that is a that, big part of fashion. As we well know, like like, as long as you are owning it, you're wearing it. Yeah. Otherwise it's like, you know, you see, like, for example, I'm not a romantic uh, fashion personality and I see women wearing these like beautiful floral, lacy, feminine. I'm like, oh, that is so beautiful. I love it. I put that on. I look like a clown. (laughs) I totally know what you mean. There was I this, look ridiculous. There was this girl in my high school and she was 
ethnic. She, I don't know what she was, but she was, I want to almost say like Middle Eastern. She had that look to her. Hmm. She had this gorgeous brown skin, dark hair, brown eyes, and the girl wore nothing but this just nude beige color, only shades of beige. It looked amazing. And everything was kind of lacy and flowy and beige. And I remember as like this underclassman looking at her and think, girls got it going on. Like she is really something. And of course, you know, I tried to emulate what I loved about her style. And for this little, you know, dumpy blonde does not work, does not translate. And I think it it all comes down to your skin tone, your hair, your eyes. I mean, that's that's a whole nother episode. But I think I think you're totally right. It's it's playing. It really is playing to your strengths. Like, what does your body have to offer your clothes? And don't say nothing because that's not true. I know. What would you say yours are? What are your body's strengths that you're like, I know I got that. I love this. One time I told Angela about I was lamenting at how very flat chested I had become after nursing four babies. I am not a well-endowed woman. I do not come from a well-endowed family. It's very small and pathetic. And she said, you know, Shay, you just can't have it all. Because if God would have given me those, I would have worn them like an accessory. (laughs) So true. That is why he did not give me big, beautiful, voluptuous breasts, because they would, everyone would know that. I love them. I think they're so beautiful. If another woman has them, like, they are. I just think it's so beautiful. Um, they are. I don't have that. Mine are just, yeah, six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they are what they are. So that's not necessarily I like you don't dress to your breath, dress to your breast. No, I do. But, but my neckline for sure. Okay. Collar you bone. like your I'm collarbone. Not, I do. Okay, I think a go. V-neck okay. is like, I will wear a V-neck over a scoop neck any day of the week. I'm not, um, that's, I mean, I'm not showing like cleavage, but that's not a, yeah. a point of modesty for me. I do love a deep V-neck. Um, and my waist, I think are probably mm-hmm. my best, mm-hmm. best features and forearms. So like most jackets, not this cool jacket that I'm wearing right now. <laughs> most jackets I will have tailored to a three quarter sleeve because I do think the forearms are a nice feature. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'll tell you what I don't like and then I'll tell you what I do like. Okay. I agree with you. Scoop necks, just the structure of them, I find particularly unflattering for, mm-hmm. I guess, my body. I don't feel structured enough in them. I also, you know, I'm working hard. I'm working out right now, lifting my weights, doing my jogs. And, but even, you know, despite that, just upper arms are not, the most flattering part of a woman, even if she's super fit, it's still, you know, it's a, it's a little squishy love bit. It's a tender part of your body. And I always find dresses that either, you know, have a really nice straight cut off right at the edge of your shoulders or a nice forearm tend to be a lot more flattering on women than like the mid upper arm, the t-shirt height. Yes. And a capped sleeve. A capped sleeve. I think we all need to agree that no matter how ripped your biceps are and your triceps and your, if you have, even if you have no high beddies. All the seps. The capped sleeve is, unless you're Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. Is. Who weighed 72 pounds. Literally. real. (laughs) Yeah. So those are not my favorite bits. I also think women mm-hmm. do themselves just a massive injustice. Ladies, my friends, you have this sexy, beautiful waist. You were given a beautiful shape. No matter what size you are, every woman has a waist. And I think it is such a shame that we wear shirts below that and pants below that and straight dresses And all these forms of clothing that just don't bring any sort of attention to say, you know what? This is a woman's body. This is the shape of a woman's body. Yes, we're all shaped a little bit differently, but we all have a waist and accentuating that is flattering on every woman. And you just don't see it very often. 
I completely agree. And if you don't like the way it all hangs, like that is why the Lord made Spanx. Mm. And, and then you just put on a belt and you, it is, yes. like you said, that is a woman's body. And you're right. You got a lot of people walking around in tents. Yeah. And I think it's just, I don't know if it's just um, a weight security. Well, why can't, I don't know. I just think you're, I think you're right. Just mm-hmm. do it. Just accentuate it. It is such a classic move. It really Mm -hmm. is because until recently, you know, that was it. That was how women dressed. That's why they wore corsets every day because they wanted that to be tight, hips to be wide, you know, and that was kind of this. I'm not saying we need to live up to that ideal. I'm saying Mm -hmm. they knew what they had and they were working it. And that is something that's timeless. That's not going to go out of fashion. Trust me, a balloon denim will go out of fashion. (laughs) Okay. Now I think you're like tiptoeing near another subject though. And that's like femininity. Okay. I might be. Okay. I think that's blame it on the tempranillo. But don't you think, I just think there's a real um, disconnect from femininity and, and forgive me. Listen, in we only have circ- one listener left. We have one, one listener left. Okay. So you have to tread lightly. You can't alienate in everyone. circles, I think it's true too. Like there's a, a, a maybe just um, fear of showing your waist or something. I just think with the, we just have this disconnect from what the feminine figure looks like. When I'm not talking about a lack of modesty. Yes. I'm talking about just dressing like a woman. Yes. I have a dress like that. It is a wool dress. It is full sleeve below my knee. It is up mm-hmm. to my neck. It is a modest dress. But the first mm-hmm. time I wore it to church, I felt a little insecure because it, you know, sort of has this bigger top, a smaller waist, this bigger bottom. And so it gives you sort of this beautiful little hourglass shape. Nothing's overdone. Yeah. It's wool. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's sequins. <laughs> there was, right. you know, um, and I remember calling you after that happened and saying, I, it was weird, but like I felt odd in it. And I think a big mm-hmm. part of that is a lot of women will still wear their yoga pants to church. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just a thing. It's part of our culture. Um, but when you dress counter to that, you'll find a lot of times people will often say things like, oh, well, you know, you didn't need to get dressed up. Why are you so dressed why are up? You, why are you so <laughs> fancy? Why are you looking so fancy? It's like, you're right. These dark denim jeans are really, really something, aren't they? Um, And so I think you're right. I think when people see women in feminine form and celebrating that, it kind of comes as a shock. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. It's okay to be weird. It's okay to be Remember? weird. And can we just give everyone permission? Like if... If you don't want to show off your waist, if you want to wear your yoga pants to church, so be it. But I feel like what we want to do, even with this podcast and just like enhancing this art of homemaking is if you are someone who wants to dress more feminine, we got your back. Right. (laughs) We're here to support you. Right. And it's not. It's also a journey and it does take time. So I think I shared a little bit on this before, but. I didn't own a dress until Stuart and I got married. Literally. I didn't own heels. I had never walked in heels before. No Spanx. No, you know, tights. No, no nothing. And, and that just came from being in this culture of, you know, cowboy culture, I guess, for lack Mm -hmm. of a better way to put it. But it was just Mm -hmm. literally bootcut jeans and cowboy boots and flannel shirts. And I had no reason to wear anything else. And so learning how to do this over the years, there were many years of just uncomfortableness. And I remember Angela actually helped me put together a cart of some skirts and some very basic (laughs) t-shirts and Mm -hmm. a pair of wedge, you know, like dress shoes, which I didn't own any dress shoes. I know this makes me sound really pathetic and like, I definitely shouldn't be having a chic podcast, but alas, here we are. I went to my little sister's baby shower And I wore this burgundy colored skirt that hit at my waist and hit below my knees. Very tasteful dress, a skirt. And then I had on a black 
sort of fitted t-shirt, these little wedge shoes. And people were just like, why did you, geez, like now I feel frumpy. Like why? I didn't, I I didn't realize this was such a fancy party. (laughs) And I felt so uncomfortable, but at the same time, I felt so good because for the first time I was starting to see that pocket of femininity that I belonged in. Mm -hmm. And my point in all that is it's okay to be uncomfortable for a little while. It's going to take you some time to find what Angela calls your signature moves, your signature style. What works for one person is not going to work for another person. For example, Angela's blazer. I'm not the one you're wearing now. Blazers in general. I have a great blazer. I put it on. I love it. I just feel so butch in a blazer, for lack of a better oh, word. the blazer in general. A blazer in general. Angela's blazer. Not in Angela's blazer. <laughs> I'm not saying she looks butch. I'm saying when I personally wear a the blazer. that I love blazers. Yeah, I just, I don't feel comfortable in them. I would much rather wear a dress or a blouse or something, you know? And yet mm. we, we actually share mm-hmm. a very similar style. Right. So just be patient with yourself, dear listener. Be patient with yourself as you figure out what your signature moves on and like be okay being weird for a little bit. It's going to take you a little bit of time. So aside from balloon jeans, anything else that's just, you know, kind of ick you're, you're not down with? Um, and what do you think? I mean, we've got lots of fun things on the horizon. We have really big polka dots, headbands. The headbands are going to be really big again this year. And I want to say no to both those things. I'm sorry. Princess Kate to polka dots. I love polka dots. I don't. I can't (laughs) see you wearing polka dots, actually, quite frankly. No, it makes me feel like a five-year-old. I mean, I'd like them for my little girls. I think some women can pull them off for sure. Um, Same with headbands, I'm inclined to say, although I haven't worn a headband since 1994. So I guess I'm open it's kind of like right up there with the banana clip, isn't oh, it? I mean, I would wear a banana clip. When they came out, I'm like, can I do that? Oh, I yeah. did buy one. I bought this champagne colored silk one that has like Aurora Borealis crystal on it. It's just you like it? Fabulous. I do. Okay. But it's um because of the crystals, uh, I have to really just pair it with something really, really simple and then just little to no jewelry. I yeah. Think, See, for this me. is This is kind of really mean story. I remember being in fifth grade. (laughs) I love mean stories. (laughs) And there was this girl in my fifth grade class and her name was Jamie. And Jamie, if you're listening, which you're probably not because we only have half a listener now. um, I apologize in advance for what I'm going to say. But she had her hair pulled back in a ponytail and she had those little clips. She must have had 30 clips in her hair. And she had all these bracelets on and all these necklaces and a couple bows and a scrunchie. And I, in my mind, just remember looking at her and thinking, look at all those accessories. She's just, Jamie's just an accessory girl. And which is such a fifth grade thought to have. But I think even at a young age, we would have said in my fifth grade, we'd have, we would have said, she thinks she's so big. Is that, was that the saying? That's what we, that's what we would have said. Oh, yep. well. So it, it wasn't in the seventies, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. It wasn't <clears throat> sure. It wasn't. Have another sip of my wine here. Okay. Point being, from an early age, I frankly just have kind. I have kind of a hatred of accessories. I don't wear necklaces. I rarely wear earrings. I wear my red my red wedding ring. Wedding ring. I wear wedding wing. My wedding wing. (laughs) And that's it. I have a hard time with belts. I have a hard time with scarves. I. I don't know. Maybe it's the Scandinavian oh, that's where in me. we part ways. I know, man. I know. And that every fashion magazine ever is like, ways. it's all about the accessories, ladies. And I'm like, well, is it? Is it? It is. Are you kidding? Defend pa- oh, your position, good lady. White blouse, blue jeans, black high heels. Okay. You had a beautiful belt. No. And a beautiful feminine necklace underneath and one nice ring even if and a little pair of earrings even if they're studs now you're killing it I feel like I have to disagree I feel like if you wore a white blouse dark denim black high heels and 
you had beautiful skin and fabulous no. hair. That to me is such a stronger you, argument. You need, if you're going to wear the blouse tucked in, you need the belt. Mm. Even if it's a chain a, or a scarf. I'm sorry, a chain or belt. Leather, yeah. No. No, yes. Angela. Yes. <laughs> Think Chanel. Think chain. Um, you can do it. No, listen, I know you're a little <laughs> more highbrow fashion wise than I am. And I'm okay with that. I, I just like things really pared back and really simple. That's just my taste. I won't okay. judge you if you want to wear a chain belt, but I think it's I actually accessories. I know. Like, I think it's actually really I helpful for women who are just kind of getting started dressing like this, like find a nice sundress, find a nice loafer. And you're good to go. You don't have to think about all that. You know, um, can we just talk about loafers for a second? Oh, let's talk about loafers. I did with the mom Jane move. I did get a new pair of loafers and they are sublime. <laughs> and um, we need to talk about this too. We need to talk about where to shop. We need to talk about that. It's 2020 and there is no excuse for looking bad because you can find such cheap clothing all over the place. Well-made, affordable clothing. It's frightening. I procured a beautiful navy blue patent leather with a gold buckle Sam Edelman loafers. So I think they're sort of a take on the Gucci loafer. And they're beautiful. And what I did is I ordered them from Nordstrom Rack, which this has been like an eye-opening, epiphanal <laughs> couple of weeks for me because I did not realize that the Nordstrom Rack had a website. So oh, I told you I live, in, I live in Bufu and there is nowhere to shop for 250 miles. And I just miss living by Nordstrom. It's been years and I found the Nordstrom Rack. I found these shoes. I ordered them in a size eight. I got them. I made out with them. I tried them on. <laughs> I licked the bottom. I did. It tasted good. I think good. we were on FaceTime when I did that. Yeah, and <laughs> we were. Um, they were too big. And then, like a fool, then I read the reviews and everyone said, this is a large shoe. So I, that was a size eight. So then I promptly, like a grown up, I returned them the next day. I can't believe it. <laughs> that does and surprise I ordered, me. I, I put the seven and a half in my cart and about a week later, I sat up straight in bed in the middle of the night and realized I never ordered them. <laughs> I just put them in my cart. But of course. So the, the next morning, then I went down and the seven and a halfs were sold out. <gasps> so in a desperate oh. move, I tried to imagine how big those eights were and they were big. I ordered the seven. And I have to tell you, they came yesterday and they fit. And I'm what? so happy. I'm, I just am this person like this dumb jacket. I get my head. I just get attached to one thing. No, I know. And I feel like that is going to be the turning point. It's for not. My wardrobe. And it's I don't, not. it is, it is. Listen, ladies, let me disclaimer this. Your life will never be fulfilled by a good loafer, but it's not going to hurt. I, I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm but anticipating they what they're the going to say. Point for my spring wardrobe, <laughs> just for the spring wardrobe, not for her eternal oh, happiness. Of course. This Speaking is of eternal happiness, fun. this is just frivolity. All is vanity. All is vanity. It's all <laughs> kindling, as Angela likes it's to remind me. As I say, at the end yeah. of the day, it's all dust. But I got some sexy dust recently. And also in loafer is form. Like pixie, is that like pixie dust? <laughs> Sexy dust? It is <laughs> a beautiful red leather loafer from Jaffa. Mm. J-A-F-A. They're these handmade shoes from Israel. Listen, they're more than I like to spend on a shoe. But these things wear like slippers. I have three pairs of them. I don't ever take them off. They're fabulous. And I wanted something I could romp around the farm in, go out and garden in. I don't like, I mean, when it gets really hot, obviously, but this is a winter edition. So in springtime, I don't really like having exposed toes 
out in the garden too much because they get dirty and you're doing stuff and, you know, it's just not. I just don't like that feeling. Well, it's muddy and you're not ready. Your toes are not ready. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. Are toes ever ready? I don't think so. I don't like seeing people's toes. I will make a confession when you're done with this story. Okay. Well, that's my story. I got these beautiful loafers. They have just a little bit of a heel. So they Mm. look nice. Every time I wear them, people are like, where did you get those things? I got them from Poshmark. I got them used. They were half the price that they are new. They are in excellent condition and they're fabulous. They look great with jeans. They look great with a sundress. They're fabulous. That's all. Mm. Loafers. I'm all about the loafers this season. And that's another thing. Like for years, I wouldn't wear flats because I was so self-conscious about being shorter and stupid. And now I, I love them. I'm not going to, I'm not a big like ballet flat person, but if it's got a good structure, like a loafer Mm -hmm. and I just have to commend you on red shoes because I am a firm believer that every woman should own a pair of red shoes. I love red shoes. You've heard me say it before. You just use red as a neutral red shoes for the win. No, that's true. And Poshmark. Yes. Yes. And amen to Poshmark. Mm -hmm. Like even my shoes, they were, they're retail. They're outright. I mean, not outrageous, but they're pretty, pretty pricey. And they were just a fraction of that at uh, at NordstromRack.com. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great way to get some of those pieces. And you know, the nice thing about some of these nicer pieces that maybe you're going to invest in just a little bit more is that, well, for one, you feel good, which makes a big difference. But a lot of times the quality makes a massive difference. And not only like first with something like shoes, I can wear my loafers all day without getting any kind of back pain or hip pain. Mm-hmm. And that is like, if I wore ballet flats, I would be trashed because I'm walking yeah. on dirt and gravel and terracotta and wood floors. Like there's no carpet in this house. There's, you know, it's, it's rough terrain out here. So that being said, it's good to invest in something like that, that you can work in because we are homemakers after all. So after all, that means we're standing in the kitchen, we're folding laundry, we're taking out the trash, doing what we need to do. It makes a really big difference. We're not really sitting. I'm, I'm adamant about good shoeing. Even if I have to wear tennis shoes. Yeah. I will wear, because I have really, really pathetically flat feet. And so foot pain is really a thing for me. I, I've never worn, I cannot wear Walmart shoes. I cannot wear Target shoes. Like I have to buy a proper shoe and I will just wear it till the cows come home, you know, till it's spent, but I have to have good shoeing. I have to. If people could only invest in one good shoe, what would you say that shoe should be? Tennis shoes, loafers, flats, heels. Cause I tell you, I've tried to wear a trashy pair of heels before. And that was suicide. <laughs> Literally. I just flicked them off and just went barefoot like a trashy person. Uh, well, that's a big question. I mean, for every day. What if they could uh, only afford one pair of shoes to add to their spring oh my, wardrobe? What would it be? Ooh, I mean, I, yeah, I got to tell you, I'm pretty partial to the loafer right now. I think loafer too. That was my vote. You could wear jeans, yeah. shorts, I mean, skirts, you dresses. You could do something really fun. Like, you know, you, if you're feeling trendy, you could do like the Adidas tennis shoe bit. But I'm pretty partial to the loafer right now. Also, I'm not too keen on that white tennis shoe European look that's everywhere. White tennis shoes with it. dresses, pants. Come on, I'm ladies. Not with dresses. I'm not doing it with dresses. But I got to tell you, uh, I... My heart has softened to the white tennis shoe. And that's going to be my next big <sighs> I'm actually going to get the Adidas ones with, and the little stripe is like cheetah. I hate that. Stop <laughs> it. I do. Whatever. I do. <laughs> Have you seen those outrageous white tennis shoes that I see them on? I'm not uh, talking about like moon boot tennis they're shoes. They're basically like, like, like moon boots. <laughs> They're like these weird v, upside down V shape. I saw some the other day. I'm like, are these like, this is what I would call a clod hopper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is exactly. not what I would call a sexy little tennis shoe, but I have to, I do, I am a little becoming partial to the, uh, 
little Adidas ones. So mm. what was this? What did we- yeah, I don't need like a two inch thick yeah. sole. Like I'm, I'm not trying to like avoid rusty nails or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know, how in a construction white zone, steel toes. Do you think that white tennis shoe would stay on the farm? Uh, ironically, dirty tennis shoes are in this year. Shut up. I'm serious. Listen, if we're going to do these little fashion podcasts, we are going to have to tell people what should be not react to this stupid garbage that you're bringing me. I'm just telling you what I've been reading. (sighs) First, it was about keeping your tennis shoes clean and now a little dirt's okay. So well, great. They can all come squish in a cow pie and get on with their life. Okay. And they're clod hoppers. Ridiculous. Maybe you and I could start a trend and it could be like calf bleep covered tennis shoes. Yeah, there you go. We could make our millions. Right. You know, (sighs) I think the world would just do well to if everybody just had a gorgeous pair of wellies that they could just wear and get on with their days. Yeah. Go garden, go to the park, go do what you go splash in a puddle. I don't care. Okay. Just don't wear your silly shoes. Here's my question with the wellies because, um, I love them. Mine are Navy blue, of course. And they have a little leather like hook and like that you can put your index finger through in the back to pull them up. Um, I want hunters really bad because I am a name brand person and I think hunters Uh, are beautiful. I have boughten them. Boughten? Would you, is Is that a word? I, it. Bought, if it's just bought. me and you, boughten is a word because because <laughs> I've per- I've purchased said hunters <laughs> and they lasted for like four months. Ooh, pathetic. Um, I'm sorry, hunters. If you're listening, hunter brand, if anybody from the ask brand you to sponsor the show. Oh, there I go. <laughs> there I go again. Now we have a 10th of a listener saying, left. And I I live on a farm, ladies and gentlemen. This is a farm with cows and sheep and pigs and chickens and geese and children and gardens. And I'll be danged if I'm going to spend $150 on wellies. I expect them to last for longer than four months. I'm not even that hard on them. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, I think they're beautiful with a skirt. They are. I think they're beautiful, you know, when worn perhaps as a riding boot with a skinny jean. Like, where's oh, the line? Great. Are you buying two pair? Yeah, because wellies, I think, are a wardrobe staple. I mean, they're they're fantastic. But are you no, they are. A farm? I mean, because I got to be able to go in the chicken coop, and then I don't really want those to be my my. No, my, I have my, two my daughters pairs. call them fashion boots. I don't want those to be my yeah. fashion boots. Right. There's a fashion pair, and there's a farm pair for sure. The only time that the farm pair becomes the fashion pair is when I run to the feed store or to the garden nursery. And you just give them at a which hose point off. I you don't just hose care. them off real quick. I always am wearing a sundress. I wear my little hat. It, you know, it's not like I just rolled out of a dumpster, but yes, definitely have a fashion pair of wellies because otherwise people will be like, what is that on the bottom of your boot? Stuck in the cracks. Stuck in the cracks. out the sides. Yeah. <laughs> <For> <laughs> it reminds sure. me whenever I give my kids showers, you know, we have mm-hmm. one bathroom. So we, a lot of times we just line them up. Okay. One kid in, wash off, jump out, keep the shower running. Next kid in. Oh yeah. And I'll, I'll put the soap in their hands. You know, it's that liquid Castile soap and they rub them together. And I just say pits and cracks, pits and cracks, ladies, pits and cracks, gentlemen, (laughs) get all of those good cracks. Never know what's hiding in there. Uh, On your body or on your shoes. If you live in Wisconsin. Ooh. They love the pits that and the cracks. Got dark. Those ticks. Get, check, you check your pits and cracks. Run your hands through everything. And make sure there's not a tick gross. in there after you've been outside all day. <laughs> I'm just saying, anybody in the Midwest is like, oh, yeah, you do. Oh, <laughs> gross. No, we, I mean, we've got ticks here, but not that bad. Not that bad. No, I don't. No. It's like an epidemic here. They're so gross. That is gross. So this was supposed to be a winter fashion slash early spring, spring. episode. <laughs> Once again, we've completely failed our listeners, probably talking about things I hate about the fashion industry. Okay, really quick, though. Let's just pull it back together. What are you going to wear for Easter? What are you going to wear for Easter? That's a big deal to me. Are you wearing a hat? Have you ever worn gloves? What are you wearing? Listen, 
Oh, that's a lot of questions. I have some really beautiful new friends in the church, actually, who just came. And we have decided that we're going to bring back the British hat trend to our church. Fascinator. So, yes, hats with freaking bird cages on them. That's I'm like just a fascinator. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. um, so I have worn hats. Actually, I got really into hats at church when there was a beautiful woman who I'd gone to church with for a long time who was in chemo for years and years and years. And so she would, you know, grow a little hair, lose it, grow a little hair, lose it. And she ended up developing the most fabulous line of hats ever. I mean, she just had quite the collection. She looked she looked like Princess Diana. Like every Sunday, it was just this, you know, color-coded gloves, hats, woman suit. It was just fabulous. And I thought, that's a lady. And so I do have some hats. They're just felt dress hats that I wear to church. But this Easter, I would like to wear this. What color would you call that blue dress I just got? Almost cobalt. Lapis. It's like a cobalt blue. Yeah. Like a lapis blue. Mm-hmm. It's like a three quarter sleeve right above it's the beautiful. knee fitted J crew dress. I got it for like 30 bucks on Poshmark or something. It fits like a glove. If you wear Spanx underneath, which I do, every woman should wear Spanx under her dress. Keep it high and tight, ladies. I think I'm going to wear that. Is that is that not under is that underwhelming you? No, I think that dress is beautiful. I think it's just Hmm. beautiful. Yeah, I do as well. It would be a great dress. If I were to wear anything else, I'd need to put some more thought into it, Mm -hmm. which I may. I haven't haven't decided yet. I would like to wear a hat or or maybe just, you know, a fun fascinator, but yeah, I haven't decided yet. Yeah. I'm always, I just play it up. I always just revert to like cream and navy for Easter. I just, or Mm -hmm. pale pink. It's classic. Yeah. It's classic and it's beautiful. But as we're, slodging out of the last of winter fashion. <laughs> Might I encourage you ladies to sounds like get some loafers. That sounds to be at the top of our list. I would encourage you to explore the idea of sundresses, skirts, something that allows you to romp around in your gardens in the springtime, enjoying the weather without wearing shorts. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. It is kind of another episode. (laughs) I can just, I can see the comments now where it's like, Shay's anti everything. She's anti white tennis shoe. She's anti blazer. She's anti shorts. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds really negative. I'm not anti shorts. I just don't think the inner woman thigh is quite the sexiest part of a woman. Oh, mine is not. To show off. It's just not. Especially because we inevitably miss some hairs when we shave and then you get in the right sunlight and there's a three incher. Yeah, it happens. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> but just take some time to kind of, well, for one, you know, whack off the leg hair if need be or not. That's your thing. Uh, what did you but say? Explore- mo? Did you open the show with yeah. mow your leg hair? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But. If we can encourage you in the chic department, it would be to let yourself be beautiful and feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wear what all your friends wear. You can be the weird one if that's what you like to do, if that's what you feel good in. And be gentle with yourself as you figure out what you do feel really good in. And if you don't want to be the weird one, let us be your weird ones. <laughs> And make us your favorite podcast. <laughs> we'll be weird favorite. on your behalf. <laughs> right. Probably. I think we've already established that pretty well in these last few episodes. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're doing our best. This is literally our best. <laughs> 4,000 people have walked behind me and the microphone while we've been talking. <laughs> and if you hear like floors creeping and throat clearings you know, and like, you know. It happens. It happens. I had kids sliding down a rolled up carpet right next to me 
I'm trying to snap at them quietly in my very most aggressive mom snap, like for the love. I'm recording. Can't you see? <laughs> That's one of my favorite snap. memes. That's like, kids, it's time to get in the car. Okay, kids, it's time to go. Let's get in the car. Get in the car. And they're like, geez, mom, you don't have to yell. And she's like, apparently I do. <laughs> so true it's so true why are you freaking out you're kidding right you don't need to freak out yeah no yep i know that is also a whole nother episode and one we are very unqualified to say anything about but that seems to be the running theme of this podcast so we might just need to be okay with it so you need to tune in next week when once again we talk about Something else we're not qualified to talk about. <laughs> and what else do they need to do, Shay? They need to. Uh, <laughs> they we need would to give love. us a five star rating because we are professionals at not, at talking about what we know nothing about <laughs> and <laughs> pretending, thinking that I we're know. chic, even if we're not. <laughs> I know Stu is going to edit this and just be like, "Don't you guys edit this are part so out, Stu. unqualified. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> I know. Leave it in." They, they love the juicy bits. I can't wait to see where it goes in the coming years where you're just like, wow, you really don't know what you're talking about. Really? But it's not going to go anywhere unless you give us a rating, right? That's yes. the way it works. That's right. Apple loves okay. ratings. Apple loves good reviews, five stars. Even if you think we're three and a half star quality and you want to lie, we'll take it. Lie on our behalf because <laughs> that will help us. <laughs> Shay's going to keep lying to me that she loves my jacket. I'm going to keep lying to her that she should wear Stuart's clothing. So this we're is going to keep nice lying to each other. We're completely and utterly chic. <laughs> what was it we called the podcast in the last episode? Homemaker trash or what was it? Do you remember? <laughs> something. It was something like that. It was something. I mean, I think, though, you know what? Maybe except for Kate Middleton, every other woman has a little bit of trash in her. A little bit of that spark that wants to come out every once in a while. I think you're right. And they get it. They get it when they wear their Adidas shoes with the cheetah print. Little taste. Little taste. She's glaring. She's glaring at me, ladies. I'm laughing. I'm going to wear them the next time I see you. Yes, please do. Please do. And then, you know, I can lie to you and tell you that I really like them. Those are great. You great. Those oh are my great gosh, on you. How creative. Oh my gosh, your legs look so skinny. <laughs> 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 Those mom jeans don't make your butt look big at all. Fabulous. <laughs> your breasts look huge in that sweater. <laughs> it's amazing. You didn't miss one hair while you were shaving. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I don't see any chin hairs at There's all. No t- you don't have a mustache. <laughs> no, you not in this light. No, I not can't see light. anything. In the spring oh. sunshine. That's another that- episode. We could do a whole hour on body hair. Oh my gosh. This is how we uh this is how we keep friends, ladies. You do what you gotta do. I kid. But yes, please head over to Apple, give us a rating. I hope by the time of this airing, our website will be live, homemakerchicpodcast.com. Check that out. Check us out on Instagram at homemakerchicpodcast. What am I missing, Ange? Well, any pictures of your tennis shoes that you want to take? Any blazers? Ooh, yes. Any any husband sweaters? Any chin hair? Oh, Hashtag homemakerchicpodcast. Yes. So we, we can would see love what you're to doing. see it on Insta. And... As Shay said last time, this is currently a listener-supported podcast. So hop on over to Patreon, where you can be. Hey, a Karen, part. Karen, our one listener, you still there? You going to support us, Karen? <laughs> Karen, <laughs> Karen, we need you on Patreon. Angela, yes, ma'am. How much do we love our patrons? Ah, patrons, a whole bunch, a whole bunch, a whole bunch. So many of you have given us five dollars a month to keep this podcast going. And for that, you get ebook versions of my cookbook from scratch and Angela's cookbook from France to the farm. 
you get early access to episodes, and you get bonus episodes. What? That's pretty cool. That's an official Chic listener, Shay. And then for our hardcore fangirl homemakers, for $10 a month, they can get all that, the eBooks, the early access, the bonus episodes, and we get to hang out and pour a glass together for private live streams. I love this. I love this. It gives us such an awesome opportunity to kind of see people face to face in a way that we just wouldn't normally get to. Yeah. So a, a huge it's thank you to all of you who have already become chic listeners or fangirl homemakers. We are so thankful for all your support because like we said, this is a listener supported podcast. And so your support, just that $5 or $10 a month allows us to keep doing what we're doing. And I don't know if we're doing that That's well, right. but we're here nonetheless. Well, here we, we are. Here we, are. we don't know what we're talking about, but... <laughs> But we're good at it. Dang. (laughs) So good at it. Ladies, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you to all our patrons. Please go check that out. Patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic Podcast. And we'll see you next week with an all new episode. Cheers. Cheers.